Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. What is up, Big Rig Nation? It is July 24th. The boys are back. It's a great day, beautiful day here. And uh, you know who else is back? It's the New York Yankees. Uh, I don't know if people know. Pete just got back from Gotham City, and they swept the Royals. I don't know if it's a little coincidence, Pete. You you step into town, and the boys, the bats come alive. Uh, Pete, how, how, how are you feeling? I don't know. Going into the weekend... I, I didn't feel great. Um, it's funny. I was talking to, to Luke Damiano, and he's a big Yankees fan too. And I was like, man, it just feels like we're, just write it off. Like, just write it out the way, you know, it's not, we're not going to turn it around. We don't have the bats. Wow. Pitching is falling off the plane. Wow. And coming out of the weekend, I texted Luke last night. I said, I don't know why. I got this funny feeling. The Yankees are going to go on this historic run over the next 30 days where they're going to go like 25 and five and be right. Three wins again. from the Orioles and that uh, three wins from the Royals. And that's where we're at. I don't know. I don't know. The bats look, I know it's against a bad team. Sevy's looked like he's somewhat figured it out. I know that that uh, three run homer, two run homer late, you know, he pitched well before that. Cole's still been pitching well. We're about to get Nestor back. Hopefully Rodon wakes up. And I, I think judge coming wow. back is going to help the whole lineup. I really do. I know we hit against a bad team. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not saying they're a good team, but just I don't know. Coming out of the weekend, I'm like, maybe, maybe there's a chance to go on a little run here. So you went so. from Thursday blowing the whole thing up. Yep. Calling cash, saying, "Hey, press the button, we're out." Yeah. And then three wins, three home wins against the Royals, and you're like. 25 World five. Series is back on. <laughs> no, I don't know about World Series back on. I just I feel Historic like we're, runs in, we're gonna we're September. gonna be back we're gonna be back in the playoff hunt by the end of August. Like like close like four or five games from the division and definitely in a wild card spot. That's that's what I'm guessing. Wow. So we're wow. eight and a half eight and a half back of the of the Orioles right now in the division. We're two games out of a wild card spot, and we got the Mets coming up who've been terrible and then we got a tough schedule after that but i, I just think I'm, I'm throwing it out there i'm just gonna throw something crazy out there 25 and 5 including the royals so like right we just gotta go 22 and 5. oh we need 22 more yeah wow yeah. so you're you're you want i'm back in. in i'm back in yeah. <laughs> any coincidence for you being in the city i mean first time in what a well, year did, and a half didn't go didn't go, didn't go to, to the city but i was in the new jersey and connecticut um, so you weren't even in New York. No. Oh, my sister lives in New York, just not in the city. So okay. I was so I was in the state of New York. But city limits of somewhere in New York State. Yes, yes. And I don't know. I just maybe I, they just needed a little blessing from old Petey boy here. Touch ground in in uh in state lines and we're back on. So I'll I'll say this. Uh and, and Dean, I'll welcome you to the show. It's nice to hear. It's it, it's no fun when we're just you know like he's dead on the ground and you know uh, blow you know like this is I like this this is what we needed today like Yankees baseball is better this podcast is better when when Yankees have a glimmer of hope and I love it because it's just a glimmer and then they start creating these delusional ideas about twenty five and five um, Pete great to have you back Yankees great to have you back. Dean, write it down, Rick. You? Write it down, Rick. I don't need it. It's on the airwaves. <laughs> no, it, it'll be very hard to forget 25 and 5. 
Like, don't forget it, it, Dean. Put it on the yeah. whiteboard. Yeah, I will not. But no, I was going to say the beginning of that monologue, Pete. I was depressing as hell. Like, like I tried to gas you up. <laughs> stay stay yeah, in the uh, cool. Uh, I and then to my also, friend Luke. But turned it around, and I mean, it's good to see Anthony Rizzo finally hit a home run. It'd been like forty-two games or something, and he finally cracked one. Hey, I, he said after the game, he changed his walk-up song to Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. <laughs> Was a triple away from the cycle. Yeah. Um, and so ball. now, what he's hitting like one seventy? Oh, he's still hitting like two thirty, but he started oh, off the year hitting like three forty, and then it just completely dropped off. Yeah, so Yankees th- are cool. Yankees slapped the ball around a little. We got Andy Pettit coming in as an advisor to Aaron Boone. So yep, that'd be good. The hefty lefty, and I like it. Dude. Just another another set of uh, another voice in the clubhouse. Someone with veteran presence that's won a lot of championships here. And yeah, I'm I'm in. I'm back in. I like. He knows it. how to juice the guys up. He, he'll be I good for maybe we just good for morale. Sean Casey, Andy Pettit, like let's go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, get Beta Boone out of there. So, yeah, and I also say this. I don't know if you saw this, that Drake was at MSG last night, walked out with Stanton and Josh. I mean, the Yanks are back, Pete. I think so, yeah. I mean, those guys were looking cool. Yeah, it was kind of funny, though. Did you see, like, Drake gave a uh, dapped-up judge and then just walked right by Stanton when he was, like, about to run on stage? Did he really? No, I didn't see Stanton that. looked a little, a little depressed and confused. I would not – I'll say this. I would not want to piss off Mike Stanton. That guy looks – he would. I don't want to mess with that guy. I'll mess with Judge all day long. Judge is a big softy, but Stanton. I don't want to. I don't want to mess with Stanton. Well, good. To better. Uh, you better keep the criticism to a minimum then, because he might be listening. He might be listening. Always welcome on you, Carlo. Mike, if they if they if they, if they, they don't trade you, <laughs> yeah. um, it'll be it'll be interesting on this trade deadline because I think if the Yankees like look terrible against the Royals, I wouldn't say they would be sellers, but I think. They'd be okay with moving some pieces that maybe they wouldn't have moved if they were in the playoff hunt. I think they needed this series to say we're still in this. We're still and again against a, against a bad team against a bad team. But sometimes you need to just beat up a bad team to, to get get your heads on straight. You know, so you see the ball go through the hoop. Yeah, yeah. eight foot hoop. Yep. So I'm in. What about you, Rick? What's the, what's going on with the Red Sox? Yeah, Yankees Sox the Red Sox. Yankees the Red Sox. Same record. Same record. Um, $100 million less on the payroll. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the, we're hot. The clubhouse is good. I mean, everyone's on the aisle, right? I sound like a Yankees fan on half our rotation. Terror Story's looking good in AAA. I mean, things are looking up. The youth is looking good. The Xander Bogarts trade also looks fantastic, by the way. I don't know if we really haven't talked about that. He's hitting, like, 250 for, you know, $300 million, So, or 280, You're happy I think. For him. You're happy for him. Oh, absolutely. Happy. I mean, he's yeah, in San Diego. He's, he's, he's getting the bag. <laughs> doesn't doesn't have to play well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm really happy. I'm I'm ha- I mean, again, like I said a few episodes ago, it's like the ex girlfriend. You know, they lose two to the A's, and then they win the series against the Mets. It's just you just get that text, man. That phone just lights up, and and I'm roped back in. I'm wearing you know I'm wearing my Manny Ramirez jersey. I don't know if you can see this, boys. Yep. Um, so I'm ha- I'm happy. Yeah, I feel optimistic. I think uh, the bats are coming alive at the right time. Yoshida again, best smile in baseball. He's a, he's a, he's the hottest hitter in baseball, probably besides Cody Bellinger. But and Otani, 
I think he's better at average yeah. than, than Otani right now. Doesn't have 30, it's in like three, it's in like three. 30, doesn't have 36 homers and 80 ribbies, though. He costs 20 million a year. So, anyway, speaking of Yoshida from Japan, Otani from Japan, they won the World Baseball Club. You know, I, There's no way he's going to the Red Sox. Okay. Okay. Didn't you get that? Yep. I don't know where he's going. I'd love to know. I, they, I mean, Brian they have says to trade the him, right? They have to trade oh, yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, you have to trade yeah. him. You, you like, have to trade him. Like, I think uh, Bob Nightingale came out with like a tweet or something. Is they were the Angels? They were beating the shit out of the Astros last Sunday, Sunday night baseball. And it was like, oh, if the Angels hold on and win this game, they'll be like two and they a half out. Yeah, and like they they may try to keep them, and then they blew that game. Like <laughs> now it's like. Every game is the same thing. It was like Otani, uh, Otani went deep, but the Angels lost. <laughs> it's like, dude, they, you could get so much for him, but I'm just who? Who do you think would try to trade for him and would have the pieces to go get him for what might might just be a half season? I don't think anyone trades for him unless they get the commitment that he's resigning. It's just. Which might put the Angels because I think but the Angels, the Angels may stick. not. They, I mean, it's like supply and demand. Like they may not have to. The price may not be that high. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna try to get back a lot, but if Otani is not willing to commit to a team, like I don't, I don't see how you trade even your like one of your top three prospects if you're only gonna have him for a rental for half season. I just don't see it. I think he makes like let's say he makes you World Series front runner. Like, yeah, but like, like the Rays or somebody. Yeah, but like, let's look say the Orioles trade for him because the Orioles have the prospects to go do it easy. Yep. yep. And then they're like they have best record in the, in the AL right now. And then you add Otani to that, it's like there's no chance he resigns in Baltimore. But like, do you do that if it makes you like a World Series favorite? I don't know if it makes him a favorite though. That's the thing about this year. There's not like that. Like the Rays were for a long time, but. They've literally fallen off a cliff. Like the O's are winning yeah. the East and are the best team in the AL now. Yeah. Like I don't know if there's a team that you could say that puts them by like they're by far the favorites, right? Like there's really not a team in the NL. Like maybe the Rangers. Like I don't know. Like maybe the Rangers would do it for a half season. I'm trying to think of teams that just yeah. I don't know. know. Blue Jays. Because I don't, I don't like think the Blue Jays aren't even like they're six games out of their own division. Like yeah, that doesn't I, make them. That doesn't. One guy is not going to make you. Like, it's make like you the favorite. I, th- I think you'd have to start at the top. So I think you'd have like Giants. Giants could do it. The Braves no, maybe. Say, Braves or Dodgers. I think if either like you almost. I mean the Dodgers could conceivably wait for them, but it's like you run the risk then of another contender trading for him, and now all of a sudden you have to play against him. They're not training like, the Dodgers. Right. Like, so, but like the Dodgers, it's like, oh, Astros. The Dodgers, now the Astros don't have the prospects to go get them. And I, I don't think the Astros, the Astros for sure would not re sign him. So it would be two months or three months or whatever. And then, and then he's gone. Like, the it's Astros a weird situation. would not pay him because they have to deal with him. Like, that's the thing. Like, maybe someone just gets a screaming deal on him. I think the only team that make the only two teams that make sense for a half year rental and for them to be okay with it would be the Dodgers or Braves. That's it. Yeah. For them to be okay with a half like a half year rental. Maybe the Rangers. Maybe the Rangers. Maybe the O's, but like 
I can see the Rangers here. I, I still think the O's are like there's I mean, they're obviously doing great right now, but I feel like they're a year away still from being like a perennial Dude, they that division's so bloated, Pete. Like you just can't you can't gamble on that. Yeah. If it's just a rental, it's just like it's just it's just too top heavy. But I mean, the, my thing with the Orioles is that because they've been bad tanking for so long, is they have the prospects to like okay, we'll, yeah, but like we'll that's their next Otani. five years. Like their next five years well, of being great is because of those prospects they have. Well, no, but so I'm not saying they'd be trading all of them. I, I'm just saying is that they have the the prospect depth to be able to take a couple pieces out of that trade for Otani, make yourself a, like a true contender this year, and then still be really good. Still have all these guys under cheap contracts. You know, for next four or five years, you got to win the division, though. You can't, you can't, you have to win the division. Yeah. And that, 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 I mean, if the, and Dean, did the Orioles know the Yankees are going to go 25 and five? No. <laughs> so hopefully they're listening to this podcast. Yeah. I mean, that's like, a, that's going <laughs> to fuck them up. Yeah. I might, I might jam the trade I, up. I, I think as a GM, though, like you got to be out of your mind to trade even two or three of your top 20 prospects for two months. I just think it's crazy. I really do. Yeah. That's why I think they're gonna. It's gonna end up coming down to the Yankees, the Mets, maybe the Red Sox, the Dodgers, obviously. And because I don't think any team's just gonna even engage in talks if they don't think that he's gonna resign. And it's gonna come down to them. Like it's Otani's gonna say, "Hey, I, I would resign with these two teams or three teams," and like whoever's got the best package, right? Like, yeah. Or he's not. He's not gonna. He's gonna say, "I'm not gonna resign with anyone and just totally screw the Angels." Like I'm not gonna decide till the end of the year. And they'll have to, like you said, kind of settle for some mid-level package. But I don't know. Which is what I wouldn't. I wouldn't commit to anything. I would. Cause I think he wants. He wants to play like meaningful baseball. Like he's. This is the first year I think that he's really like said like this. All this losing sucks. Especially after winning the baseball classic. Yeah, but you say that, Dean. It's like he could literally wait two months and like not ruin his next franchise's future. Yeah, like so he's gonna I be guess, there for ten years, you know. I'm not saying that a team kind should a give point, up like Keith. three three top like hundred prospects for him. I'm just I'm expecting you're gonna have to give up at least like one. I like, think you're, I you're, think you're they're talking starters. Up. They're talking prospects you're, you're not, and starters. You're, you're not gonna send garbage and get Otani, even if he's like even Mark with Schmidt. that. Mark Schmidt. It'll be interesting. I, I I'd be shocked and quite frankly a little disappointed if he's not traded. I don't think the return will be crazy, but I think it'll be. I think they'll get like a couple decent guys back. All right, let's just I'm throw not, this out. There. What like, I could I can kind of give a Yankees like from a prospect perspective. I think they would need to give up Jason Dominguez if he's going to resign with the Yankees, and they were to do it. Jason Dominguez, Clark Schmidt, Glaber Torres, and maybe even Austin Wells, who's our top catching prospect like that would probably get the deal done you got two two starters and two people that are going to be stars in the next three years i mean yeah the angels would instantly take that i think like that's oh yeah i think that's way more than you'd have to give up i i would have i would like i would say like one of those prospects wells or dominguez and then honestly, i don't think the angels are gonna have a whole lot of use for for guys that are already on like their major league contracts and only have a couple years of control left, but I don't know. I think they you're gonna have to give up you. at least one one good chip to get them, and then yeah, you can sprinkle in like kind of these like dog shit lottery ticket type prospects. I don't think it's gonna take like four good pieces to get them for 
a rental. That's and I know you said that. And I know you said that he would resign. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think he'll get traded. But uh, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll see who gets him. And I know Stan's kind of falling off a cliff a little bit this year, but it'd be a wild lineup if you had Judge Stanton and Otani hitting like two, three, four, and still miss the playoffs. Maybe, but that would be that would five. be that would just be an insane. Keep dreaming, Pete. I will. I would love. I would love for the Yankees to trade for Otani. That what, I would do you, what do you think the Red Sox would have to give up to get him? I mean, like Marcel uh, is our number one shortstop, number one prospect. I mean, they would have to give up. I mean, the the Sox don't have like a ton of prospects. That's probably that's like part of the issue. Like. It's so tough to discuss like, prospects just because, yeah. like, what what's like the the writers' view is like being like the top prospects isn't always what the teams actually view of of these guys. Like, everyone always will like will run and be like, oh, like the Astros gave up their their tenth and fifteenth overall prospects for these dudes, and it's like, well, all these teams' yeah. evaluations of these guys are so different, and and no one really knows. It's like these right, guys right. are playing. You know, minor league baseball is like who, who knows. I think we have a better chance of signing them next year than we do trading for them. Yeah, these are get so much money, man. So much. Think I, mean, I, I think it's going to be like seven hundred million over twelve. I was saying seven fifty. Yeah, Pete. I mean, he's what we looked it up. Pete's twenty nine. He's twenty nine. So that'll put him to forty one. He's our age. Yeah, I, I was say like I was to say twelve years, six hundred million is where I, I would start. Yeah, because my yeah, thing Cole, is Cohen's gonna get his nose in there, and <laughs> he doesn't make the the Mets a contender this year though. So like, why wouldn't they just wait? No, I, I'm saying next year, but uh, it would be so interesting if the Mets were like, like above 500, like because like he would he would throw the kitchen sink. I mean, you think again, like from a rotation perspective, going like if they do somehow get in the playoffs, which I don't think they are, they're too far back now, but. Scherzer, Verlander, Otani as your one, two, three. Dude, so nice. Well, they're talking about potentially dealing one, one or if not both, but they're like, it's just, yeah, it's so much money on those contracts. And they're, they, those guys have not been that great this year. So they're not going to get an, a ton back for them because they haven't been that good. Right. Right. They're kind of, yeah, Cohen's probably not too happy right now. But Fuck no. I mean, he's talking about eating a big sum of like their contracts so that they can try to get a better return for them. It's like you're he's funding on those quick. Contracts. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that what, guy, those though, guys has so much money though. Like he's he bringing in multiple billion dollars a year. He's like, oh, I got to eat fifty, like forty of the fifty million on this contract. Like whatever. Like I make that back in the next month. Yeah, but it's like I'm sure two hours of work for him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess we. It's just like it's if you like try to, yeah, if you try to compare it to like any of the other owners, it's like it doesn't doesn't matter to him. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know how that works. Like if if they're off the books, then and they like somehow get below the tax. I don't know. I don't know how that all works. But like if they eat the contract, does it come off the books and they just have to pay the lump sum? I don't know. But I think so. I think it comes off th- the books. It's kind of like what yeah. Colorado or Colorado. So it's did, like Arenado, right? If if you trade him to a team, then the, the other team, like a, like their that cap that contract number counts against the other team's 
tax. Right. The luxury tax. Yeah. But if you send them like a huge chunk of, if you're basically paying that contract for them, then on the books, it still technically is going to count against that other team. You get it off yours. Right. You're, you're, you're paying for it still, I guess. Was it last year's trade deadline? That was insane. Was that like the Cubs just selling everybody off? And then the Soto trade. Is that last year? Yeah. Like Brian, Rizzo, and Javi. Uh, Rizzo no. and Brian yeah, yeah, yeah. were gone already. That was like two years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. that was two years ago. That was I the craziest deadline. Wilson Contreras got traded last year. Yeah, game. last year was kind of boring. It was just Soto. Um, it was just Soto. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was off by a year then. Chris yeah. Bryant was on the. Oh yeah, because Chris Bryant got traded to the Giants, and the Giants were good. And the Giants were dog shit last year. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. Who give us one team? Where Where is he going? If he gets traded, or you can say Angels. Pete. Oh, man. I just, I don't think he, they're going to trade him to the Dodgers. And I would say that would be my front runner, but I'm going to say he gets traded to the Rangers. Ooh. You took mine. Mm. I like that, Pete. Dean. Fuck. Yeah, no, that. I, I, <laughs> I was literally going to say damn near the exact same thing, but in the interest of change it up. I'm rigged right. We could do. I'm going to say, I'm going to say that I, I, I like Pete's suggestion, but just to throw an RT team out there, I'm going to say the Braves. So I, I think the Dodgers are going to be like, oh, we'll, we'll get them in the offseason. And the Braves are like, you know, we go get them and we put ourselves substantially over the Dodgers. So I'm going to say Dark Horse Braves. Okay. I mean, I, I, I don't know what other team. I think it's either Angels or Rangers. God, no. Yeah, we're gonna. No, other, no other team makes sense. I don't. I don't. Doesn't make sense unless some like. Unless he decides that he's going to commit to a team, then I think the Mets come into play, the Dodgers come into play, and the Yankees come into play. Like it's, they might. He might like stronghold the Angels, saying, "I'm only going to go to a team where I'm going to resign." Like everyone else might just say, "I'm out." If he's not going to resign, like why would I get rid of all my prospects for two months? I'm just not sure how he could commit to a team when, like, who knows what teams are going to be willing to offer him. Like, yeah, yeah, I think we're going in circles at this point, but it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Dean, Dean what do you think about the Strohs? Yeah, Dean, I was looking, re- looking better. Just, well, it's I mean, it's one of those things. It feels like it's two steps forward, one step back. Like, yeah, you know, we we start playing well. Like the offense has been killing it, but now like the pitching's worn down. So like. We've we we need bullpen help. We we need pitching help in, in total, but we need like another bullpen arm and probably another starter to eat some innings because McCullers and Garcia are out for the season. We have Yurkidi coming back, but he's he's a bottom of the rotation guy as it is. And then Hunter Brown is he just hit his career high in innings, and we're not even to August yet, so. Yeah, we, we need some some pitching help. The offense, I'm not too worried about the offense at this point. Alvarez and Altuve will, will come back, and then I think they've got the pieces they need. But big series this week with Texas here in Houston. Or I think four games, th- three games back of the Rangers, and it's a three-game series. So a chance to tie it up and I think clinch the season series with them too. But we'll see. Texas is a beast, but Texas, uh, no Corey Seager. He hurt his uh, mm. hurt his thumb or whatever over the weekend, and they're skipping of all these start. So, 
golden opportunity for the Astros here, but it'll be interesting to see what moves the Astros try to do because their uh, GM has been pretty adamant that they're going to be aggressive and they've got some holes to fill. So we'll see, we'll see what they do. We're probably going to trade a couple major leaguers because the Astros don't have shit as far as prospects. So we'll see. I think there's going to be some shuffling for for Astros fans to watch this week. Did we see who's the newest Texas Rangers closer? Pete doesn't know. You, you don't know Pete? Is it Chapman? Chapman. Yeah. Or all this. Throwing gas. I haven't seen him pitch at all. And when did he get traded? It was like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, a few weeks ago. He looks kind of good in those baby blues. Yes, man. He's I just always forget just how big the dude is. He just looks so scary, man. Like you see him out there about he's a massive dude. Yeah, can't pitch in the big spot, though. So let's have bombs. One last thing before wrapping up baseball, maybe a little shout-out to our Chicago listeners. I mean, not to continue to pat ourselves on the back, but Riggs continue to revitalize the whole city of Chicago. Um, so Cody Bellinger, pretty hot in the streets. Hitting like 170 in L.A. and comes to Chicago. The wind just seems to blow out. Every time he's up to bat, it looks like a totally different player now. Like I'm yeah. seeing him hit hit bombs on breaking balls, and outside pitches. He he looks he looks like the MVP Cody Bellinger. And I mean, we, we called it. We called we, we it. Did. When, 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 Cubs got him. We're like former NL MVP, and now uh, I mean they're probably going to trade him here in a few days. But <laughs> it's been it's a, a, a great ride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the. Uh... Yankees are going to be heavy in the Cody Bellinger sweepstakes um, if the Otani thing doesn't work out. Oh, yeah, that's right. You guys do need a left fielder because you got rid of Hicks. Yes, no Hicks. And Judge has been out, obviously. Stanton is just not a serviceable outfielder. So, um, Yeah, no, I mean, speaking of Hicks, I think, Dean, I, I'll ask you, I think they regret that. I mean, we're talking. Do they about at least tra- regret booing them? Yeah. They don't regret it. <laughs> they do. Well, not I, I asked. I asked D. Okay. I think they regret it because we're talking about them having to give up prospects <laughs> now to get a guy that to replace to play the same position. He literally went two years with the Yankees, hitting like under one fifty, and was an automatic strikeout and played a bad outfield. All right, all right. All right. This is how I quit. I went to Goodwill the other day, right? I'm happy for him. We were but... giving away we we're giving away a blender, right? A ninja blender. Nice blender. Worked well, very consistent. You know, did what it had to do. And it's like and then it's like, well now I need a blender. And so it's like I go back into Goodwill and I I have to pay more for the blender that I just gave away. That's I mean, how that's how I see this Aaron Hicks left field. Yeah, situation. but your blender you just said was working fine before you gave it away. Ours wasn't. No, well, yeah, because I kept yelling at the blender every time it messed up, and it got nervous and would stop and get unplugged. No, because you probably like sl- slam it on the counter. <laughs> I was did, you, did, you yell at it? did you did you yell at it for two years? I was breaking it, and then I was like, "Why isn't it working?" I just two kept years of it. abuse. Yeah, now I need a new blender. Wow. If I'm if I'm Cody Bellinger, I'm like. Don't even get me close to the Bronx. He might not don't even get me close to the Bronx. Chicago, he's going wherever the Cubs send him. Yeah, I would say don't send me there. 
Doesn't matter what he thinks. Whatever I would not want the best package. Do not put me close to those fans in the outfield. Yeah. Well, some of us have soft skin. Some of us don't. Do the Yankees want Marcus Stroman? <laughs> Can you imagine him in the Bronx? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. Marcus Stroman in the Bronx. I have to see. I have to Man. see it. Oh. He would I, he would lose he, his mind. He's still butthurt that the freaking Yankees didn't sign him when he went to the Mets. He said he wanted yeah. to play for the Yankees. And we we're like, we're good. So you I know who Marcus Stroming reminds me of? This is gonna be a while now. It's just came Nick Young. You remember him? Yeah. For the I Lakers. Don't see it, but I mean I know. It kind of reminds me they're kind of just like both delusional playing for big market teams and just not very good. So Stroman's actually he's been pretty good this year. Nick Young was peak delusion about his skills but nick young also wouldn't get butt hurt when when people would call him out for playing bad yep <laughs> like stroman goes on got like, those those twitter fingers yeah. you know i'm i'm visual memeing right now right the grim reaper like at the door right you put a picture on the door who who is next for the yankees like you got rid of hicks you got rid of donaldson right you broke his heart that's what he's on the il for Who's Pete? Who's next? Who's next on your Grim Reaper door? They put out a hit on Donaldson. Who's next? This is like just I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a scenario out for you to show that who's it's not just blender? about it's just it's just not about that they don't play well. It's about how they carry themselves, how they treat the fans. Rizzo has been on a historically bad, historically bad two months. I know. I'm worried he's next, and he's not getting booed because. People know that he's going out there. People that love that he's a clubhouse guy. Hicks was pouting. Donaldson gets all pissed when he gets a, a strike called right down the middle. Like it's just those those guys aren't going to last in New York. Rizzo what is a perfect Joey? example of someone who's. What about Joe? Joey's the exact same demand. Dem- no, Joey's the, Joey's like as the most Rizzo. Like unlikable guy. He is not Anthony Rizzo. Don't even. Yeah, put what him are you talking character. about? What are you talking about? Dude, just uh, he he came in. Big head, big contract, and just did absolutely nothing for the first year and a half. What about Chapman? Chapman was with us forever. We loved Chapman until he started letting up home runs in the ALCS every year. Yeah, until he also they, he started. He, until he get that axe guy. The goalposts are moving. Didn't show so up to training here. camp because yeah, his tattoo hurt. I, have you ever had a tattoo? No, don't get a so tattoo I, the day before so. the day before training camp. All, right. all the guys that we've turned on have been well-deserved to be turned on. Let's just leave it out there. At least we're getting to the fact that you actually you know that you turn on them and that you guys are complete. Yeah, okay. We don't want someone batting 130, pouting in the dugout because he's not starting on our team, pay, getting you, paid 10, $10 million a year. You know who this team really needs, Dean? Outfielder, bald. There's one. There's one. Turn on the bat signal. Pete, turn on the bad signal. We don't need Brett Gardner back. We need Brett Gardner back. No, we don't. Yes, yes, you do. No, we don't. He hasn't played in two years. Locker room presence. Come nine winner. But he's going to play hard. He's not going to play yet. when he's not starting. Boo him. He'll kill you. We won't. We would never boo him because he puts maximum effort every single time out there. Okay, so. The boo, just we'll move on. The booing requirements if you don't put maximum effort, no pouting, and you got to hit above 150. 
I mean, you, you got to play better than 150 in general. Okay. Two, 200. We'll set the line at 200. Okay, so if 200 and below pouting. Boom. You get booed. Volpe better be careful, man. Yeah, Volpe. He's not pouting, though. He better be all he's also not, in the dugout. He's also not getting paid $20 million a year like, the, like those guys are. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. All right. Just, just keep adding, keep adding. I, see, I would uh, just get the, it, the shivers, it, it, Rick. Like it's not that hard to understand. You get him paid a big contract. You come and you don't produce, and you got a sour puss on your face every game. We're not gonna like you. No fan base would like a, a player like that on their team. That's taking up a huge chunk of their salary, doing nothing, and making a fuss about it. But like, how come every? I would. Would you want to Gary, Gary? Gary, would you? He produces. You boot him. You guys hated Gary Sanchez. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, Garrett Cole. Yeah. Oh, that's that's Jerry. <laughs> Gary Sanchez did not produce. He, okay, and had, he, a mil, had a million errors behind home plate. How come he's like he's been success? How come every one of these he Yankees not are been successful? Su- Gary Sanchez is not. He's been sent down to the minors three times this year. Been traded three times this year. Like that's not success. He's, now he's found a home in San Diego. Cool. Nice let's, let's, let's see. Let's see what he does. Chapman's playing well. Gallo. You want fair weather? Fair weather fans don't come to New York. We care too much. I love that. Be I can respect yeah. that. We care too much. What was what a Yankees fan's biggest weakness? <laughs> they care too much. I don't know yeah. if it's a weakness. I I look at it as a positive. You guys are looking at it as a weakness. It's like an interview question, right? What's your biggest no. weakness? I just, we just no, care no. too. We're just sometimes we boo. They were assholes because we just care too much. I literally heard someone say that in the office the other day, unironically. I, I care too much. Were they a Yankees fan? No. And, uh, uh, maybe. I, I don't know. Man. I was like, no fucking way. I just heard this. I care too much. Hey, hey I love want, that. You want to go somewhere where the fans are just okay with mediocrity, then then go somewhere. It's not That's New York. Place. That's New York right now. Everyone else is the problem. We're we're not we're not okay with it. You should listen to the New York sports radio the last month. It's been a, a total disaster. Everyone's freaking out. I love it. So, but now we're but now we're buyers. I'm 45 buyer. and five. I'm 20, a buyer. I'm not gonna talk. Five. I'm not gonna talk for all of Yankees Nation. How, what I could talk about Yankees fans. I love it. How's remember like a month ago and it seems like I don't know why Yankees fans are upset. <laughs> We were also like six games out of the division. He has point. no idea. He doesn't get it. I, he's like us. We don't get it. Oh, we care to... too much, Hal. We care too much. Go go play in Tampa. Go play in San Diego. Winners. Yeah, just just be just go play for those fans. Show up when you're good and don't care whether you win or lose. I love it. Okay. All right. Let's we'll speak. Are we good on baseball? Yeah, I think we beat I can the hell out of another. baseball. I could talk for another. I love it. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on. Training camp's about to open up. We got a lot of Rogers videos. Speaking of New York, uh, we saw him first first pick in the uniform. How's he looking, Green Pete? It looks good. I'm excited. I'm excited. Is I, his helmet like, too big? No, I like the vibes around. I like the vibes around camp. I they uh like I said, the the one New York sports radio show was at Jets Camp on Friday and did interviews with AVT, Rogers, Mosley, and Sauce, McCall Hardman, and just just Hardman's on the Jets. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. That's one for the grid. 
I didn't know I, that. I had no idea. When yeah. did that happen? He's good. Yeah. Man, I'm. Oh, yeah, I'm kind of scared of the Jets. I wasn't. Garrett Wilson, McCole Hardman, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, and Corey Davis. That's the receiving group. Ugh. Yikes. <laughs> you. If you I mean, out. Yeah, locker room guys. A couple locker room guys there. Yeah, I mean Cobb is definitely a locker room guy. Lazard was Lazard was the number one receiver on Green Bay last year. Not yep. that might have been the problem with Green Bay last year. Um, hey, I'm, I, anyway. I, I'm excited. I, I feel good. I feel, I'd be excited if I was UP. I'm I'm kind of like, dude. The the camps look cool. The vibes are cool. Sox got Rogers a chain. Yeah, yeah. Oh, everything feels good. That the uh, the defense feels like they're settling into a solid system. They said this this year it's less about learning the system and more about knowing what the other team's going to do and implementing. They they know what they have to do. It's it's how they counter kind of react to to what the other teams are doing. Which I feel like it takes a few years sometimes in a new system for everyone to get on board and know where they're supposed to be. It feels good that Rodgers has Hackett. He's not having to learn a new system on the offensive side. Obviously, everyone else has to learn it, but. When the quarterback is well versed in the system, I think that helps everyone around him. And I'm excited. I mean, I, I can't sit here and say, hey, like, we're going to the Super Bowl. Do I think we have a chance, though? Absolutely. I think we have all the pieces you need to make a run. But the AFC is the best it's ever been right now. All right. Like with the Bengals, the Chiefs, when I mean, you just go down the line, the Bills, like, there's so many good teams stacks. Yeah. in the AFC that Pats, like, I, don't know if yeah. the, I don't know if the AFC's ever been this good, like, ever. Yeah, imagine being the third best team in your division. I mean, that's gotta I mean, be not even, not even talking about like the Ravens. Like, if the if Deshaun Watson goes back, the Raiders, the Bron, oh, the Broncos, I mean, twenty twenty Deshaun Watson. Like, the Browns should be the really Jags. Good. Jags. There are more good teams than bad teams in the AFC. It's like it you go down really the list. Wild, yeah. The bad teams in the AFC are bad, but then like everyone else is fucking could be a dark horse for a run. Brown. I mean, the Browns could be good too. If Deshaun I mean, Watson, if Deshaun Watson plays like he did before this whole scandal, they they have a chance to win the, a, the AFC North. Which I'm is putting it on which the map is right insanity. Now. Yeah, the Dolphins it's, should be good. It is pretty wild. I can't remember a time where like I could talk myself into any. Like I'm thinking about the Texans right now. I'm like they no, could no, like they could no, they no, could win no, five no, or six games. Don't do that. Besides, the Char- the we haven't even talked about the Chargers. Oh, I'm I'm out on the charges. I I think they're frauds up and down. And then Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh. I'm not saying they're going to go out and win 12 games, but That's they could easily, easily win nine nine games, nine ten games, and squeak into the playoffs. There's there's only two, there's only two two teams that will be definitively bad this year, and it's the Colts and the Texans. Every other okay. division, and probably the Patriots. The Colts have a secret weapon this year that just came out. Did we see that? What do they have? They have a secret weapon that they just released. Well, New Jersey. Well, I need it. So they released New Jersey's. I'm a huge Jersey guy. Not not the state, but the the, the fabric. And uh, we've had a lot of a lot of jerseys released these last two weeks. And everyone's like, "Oh yeah, those look cool." But like the consensus on the Colts jerseys, as they everyone hates them. Yeah. Yeah. Dean. Dog shit. I I, I don't like them. I like the Colts classic jerseys. Like yeah. just the, I, I like those. It's like just don't don't try to screw like don't try to fix something that's not broken. But it's like, yeah, these days everyone's trying to create new jerseys and sell more merch. 
the, the Titans released. The, oh, they, the Titans released yesterday. Yep. The Jets is, came out with some today. They're throwbacks. Yeah. For I saw two, the Jets. Games this year. I yeah. like the helmets. I mean, every, everyone everyone has the uh, New Jersey. I, I think the coolest ones were the Seahawks. Yeah. Those were sick. I feel like the Pats should bring back their, their light blue ones. Yeah, with like the the Patriots on the like this. Yeah, I know. We always go with the Reds, which are cool. But what about like the uh, yeah, like the page the Patriot logo on like the shoulders? Yeah, I never. Dude, I don't look, know. You look at the NFC though, and like I'm just looking at right now. There's like only two teams that you're like can win the Super that I feel like can win the Super Bowl, and it's the Eagles and the Niners. Like, yeah. Unless like Matt Stafford comes back and the Rams light it up again, I don't know. But the NFC, NFC North is going to be a toss-up. Like I know Minnesota had a great year record-wise last year, but everyone's picking the Lions there. NFC South is terrible. The Bucks, Panthers, Saints, and Falcons. The West, it's like the Niners. Like I know the Seahawks had a decent year, and the Rams were terrible. But Arizona's trash, and then the East. Like I don't think Dallas, Giants, or Washington are going to be. Like some of these teams are going to get in the playoffs, obviously, but I don't see any of those as like they could win the Super Bowl this year. And yeah. the AFC think, is literally there's like eight teams that can win the Super Bowl in the AFC. Yeah, I think the Lions are a dark horse. I know they're kind of like the trendy dark horse pick, but it's like one they have step one is bad division. Like the the Bears might be the second best team in that division, and they're not really they're not close to contention. I say the Lions, you know, they'll they'll be in the playoffs and they'll probably have a home game first round. So that that puts them in a good spot. And I mean, why are we like we're just not talking about the Vikings anymore? Though they went thirteen and four, they're bringing back the the exact same team. Vikings are we established we established they were fraud team last year. They had like negative Eh. point differential. They're down by thirty points to the Colts and they got run out. Thielen gone. Thielen's gone. Thielen's gone. And Dalvin Cook is gone. Yeah, but like Dalvin Cook was out half the year last year, anyways. Yeah, Did you guys Madison or what's yeah his last Madison? Name? Yeah. yeah, Madison. He's always the guy to, to draft. He, he was always the guy to draft because running backs don't matter. Miss half the games. Running backs are dead now, as we know. Let's talk, uh, let's talk about the running backs. Hold on, real fast. Not not to not to interrupt people. Did you guys watch the documentary quarterback? I'm like not halfway yet. through it. It's cool. It's really good. Yeah, I love. I'm I'm a huge Kirk Cousins fan. He's a weirdo, but I, but it it. It does make him a little more likable, I feel like, than before. He's Why is he unlikable. Yeah. Well, just like if, if you're a fan of him, like he can't win the big game. I'm just saying. Like if he's your quarterback, you probably don't like you'd rather have anyone else, like the Burroughs, Mahomes, any of those guys over well, Josh yeah. Allen. <laughs> no, well, no shit. I mean, I'd mean, rather Kirk, have the best Kirk, quarterbacks over Kirk. Well, okay. Kirk Kirk, Kirk, breaking yeah. news, team. I mean, for what he's getting paid, he should be a top tier quarterback. He kind of so, was yeah. though. Uh, I'm not going to join you on that one. I don't know. He, he was never top tier, but he was like he's always been like right around the, the ten to fifteen range. Yeah, the the upper the, yeah. the upper spot of of the, of the mid tier. Hey, let me yeah. ask you this. I don't I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to answer right away. Take four seconds to think. Rogers or Cousins? Rogers. I didn't need four seconds for that. Okay. Is this on the record? Yep. <laughs> Do you want to rethink? I mean, he had a way better year. Last... Cousins had a way better year than Rodgers. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, one year. Like, Rodgers won two MVPs the two years before that. 
Uh, we don't talk about the past in this podcast. You're talking about it right now. You just said he had a way better year last year. <laughs> well, we can talk about <laughs> we can talk about the <laughs> we got to set up boundaries for that. Am I wrong? Technically, no. Technically, okay. No, you're not wrong. But Rogers is anyway. We don't need to get time this. Yeah. Um, okay, that's all I need here. Let's talk. Let's talk running backs. Let's running, talk back, running, backs. Zoom, running back Zoom call. Okay, if we're on that Zoom call, right? Mm. Say we're Dean. You'll be you'll be Jonathan Taylor. Pete, you'll be Derrick Henry, and I'll be who, who's Sony my favorite? Saquon. No, not Sony. I'll be okay. I'll be Saquon. All right, boys. Um, as you guys know, they paid my idiot quarterback a gazillion dollars, hundred sixty million. Jonathan, you got your money, Derek. I saw you tweeting about me. I'm mad. What do, what do we do? These backups are as good as us, and they're making pennies on the dollar. We're only playing every couple downs. What do we do? Well, Saquon, I think you should hold out. Okay. And, yeah. And I know what you're going right to say. Now. I, don't, I, I don't know what like you're going to say. We should all hold out. All the starting running backs <laughs> should hold out. I'm, I got my bag, though. So you do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah, you guys. guys got your bags. Um, Jonathan Taylor did not get his bag yet. He did. I thought he did. No, he's still right. he's still on still on rookie deal. Okay, all right, we'll 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 we'll, we'll edit that out. Uh, Derek got his bag. Um, got his bag. So I should hold out, boys. I Christian Christian King. McCaffrey got his bag. Yeah, he got his bag. Um, here, well, I was actually I was actually thinking about this. Uh, I know we're we're going off character here for a second, but that's fine. I was actually sitting this morning and I was like thinking through like, what were they talking about? Like, what is going to be, what are they going to do to like revolt against this and like try to get their money? And like the only thing they could do is if like they all in unison were like, we're not playing until like the minimum for running backs or whatever, like the franchise, whatever they can do. And I know like the franchise tag is, is set on the top four salaries and all that. Like there's nothing they can do. There's nothing that they can do to the owners. Unless every single starting running back in the NFL sat out until they like renegotiate some like special running back contracts or something to help these guys out, which they'll never do because Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, there's all these guys that are getting paid and they're like, well, it does suck. You guys are a few years behind when the running backs were still getting paid. But like, I, I'm just, I was trying to think through like, what was that, con- what did that conversation look like? And what can they actually like actionably do to change what it is? It's just, I don't think they could do anything. Nope. It's kind of a similar position to the kickers. Like, y- there's just a kicker right behind you that can play just as well, if not better than you. I was seeing something, though. It's like some guy, like, got drafted in, like, the seventh round. He's, like, 24 or something. Now, like, he's probably – he like, because he was older and he got drafted so late – or no, it was – he's 23. They said he's going to be on a rookie contract for five years, which is literally like a league minimum when you get drafted in the seventh round. Yeah. And he's going to start. I can't remember who it was, but he's pretty much going to start for this team or close to start. He's not going to get paid till 28. And he's not going to get paid at that age because no one will ever pay a 28-year-old running back. So, like, he's going to make, like, $4 million in his career. Yeah. Because he's a seventh-round pick. Like, the early guys, like Saquon, been making good money because he was a top-five pick, right? But, like, these guys that do get start getting drafted third, fourth, fifth, sixth round, they're going to get paid a couple million bucks, and by the time they get their big contract, they're out of their prime. The, the answer to it is just 
they just have to sign shorter contracts. But that you can on the rookie. They, they no, like I know. Make a that, rookie contract for for running backs. That's, that's what like I'm a, saying. A, like a two or three year deal. Yeah, I don't think like I don't blame them for trying to get 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 money because like they do just get fucking churned out and like you know you get replaced in the draft and you look at the Super Bowl champions and who the starting running back was in those teams. Yeah, it's like these top running backs are not are not winning these big or their teams are not winning because of them. Like yeah. Isaiah Pacheco was the starting running oh, back that's last it, that's year. That's who it was. Mm-hmm. That's who it was. Pacheco, yeah. they said I don't know he's that old. By the time by the time he like signs his next deal, he'll be out of his prime. Like he'll be yep. at, the running back prime, right? Like he might still mm-hmm. be fantastic, but he's getting paid like pennies on the dollar because of where he was drafted and that he and he'll never be able to get a big contract. Because he'll be yeah. 20, 27, 28, 29, whatever it is, like by the time he can sign it. And they could tag him too. They could tag him till he's 30. And like yeah. then he's done. He'll never get a yeah. big contract. I'm just not sure how you fix it. Because if you're like if the guys hold out, then they'll just go and it just basically means that guys who were on the edge of being out of the league now get everyone gets starts getting shifted up a little bit. Because like it's I mean, it just it feels just like textbook finance and like the market determining your value and it's like if if no one wants to pay you that number because they can get this other option for for much cheaper then i'm not sure kind of like you can't force teams to sign sign these guys no it's like you know they'll just they'll go and then they'll use their fourth or fifth round pick you know that year before your contract is up on the next guy and then slowly work them in and and then like they'll repeat the process with him it's like it sucks for these guys, especially because like when they were like probably coming up through like high school and college, it was, you know, running backs are still getting paid. But now it's like if if I'm like a high school player, I'm not I'm not playing running back. I'm trying everything it's I can like, to like to play yeah. a, a different position. You almost like need to like reclass it. Like they all sat there and be like, We're all gonna say come back to camp and say we're not running backs anymore. We're we're in the receiving court. Like what are you like what are you gonna do? You know? Yeah. Like it's just the league change. Like they are, there's two, you need two backs, one that can catch one that can run. And they, they you split the money. There's only so much yeah. money in the running back bucket. It's like the, the league just changed kind of, but it's the, the, it's the only years. position. It's the only position where like the franchise tag of like the top four or what's the franchise tag. Yeah. Like whatever the, uh, the, the average salary has gone down the last four years. Like, even kickers has gone up like $3 million per yeah. like over the last five years. So yeah, I got, I got Pacheco's contract here. He signed a four-year, $3.7 million contract. Yeah, that's crazy, man. And the guy handing the ball off to is making. I mean, this is the 40. effect of like all those rules to like make it easier to pass the ball. Like all like the, the pass interference, the legal contact rules. It's like you don't need the bruising running back anymore. Like, yeah, sure, when you get down the goal line, but how many times like do we see teams coming out and shotgun when they're on like the one yard line these days? It's like, oh, yeah. it's not. like the, the bruising teams. running back yeah. Yeah. is you don't you don't need them. You just you use a, a draft pick on them, and it's like you build your offensive line. And if you have a good offensive line, you're going to make good offensive line, good quarterback. You're going to make an average running back look great. Yeah, and so I think Checo was drafted two fifty one in the seventh round. So like he's screwed. He's screwed. I don't know. Super Bowl champ though, Pete. Can't take that away. And he's 24 right now. So you know who ruined it for everyone? There's one person that ruined it for everybody. It was a guy in the Rams. I can't think no, of his name. No. Ezekiel Elliott. No, Todd Gurley. Both of them. 
Those two they, together. They they collectively ruined it. Like the Cowboys paid Zeke the absolute bag, and then they're like, "Oh, you're n- we have Tony Pollard in." You suck. like he's just you you think like you just just a bad. Well, so they literally they run these guys into the ground, like these yeah. guys getting beat up every play, and it's like you know you can body can only take so much of that. Like well, that's uh, the problem you know. when they get to the end of their contract, they just run them into the ground. Like the yeah, Chiefs exactly. drafted Clyde Edward Hilaire in the first round. They're just gonna let him go at the end of his rookie deal and just stick yep. with Pacheco. Be a traveler. Yeah. And then just yeah. rinse and repeat. So it's like honestly, I think one of those guys maybe something they can do is, you know, just be kind of more strict, like, oh, if if I don't feel hundred percent, I ain't playing, kind of thing. Like that's maybe a, like a starting yeah. point because if you like there's no motivation for those guys to play to play hurt. Or anything because like you know you could easily suffer career ending injury or like the team's just gonna like run you in the ground not care then when your contract's up you're done and then you've taken on probably additional hits additional injuries from playing hurt for a team that was just gonna let you go i, I don't know like kind of really, like the I, center in the nba the center's kind of coming back though mm, not really not like it i mean it's kind of like a an old fashioned change. Yeah, it's just kind of like it's changed to a shooting league. So, anyway, yeah, feel bad for the I'm boys. Not, so, I'm not sure what what they do, man. I think it, it sucks because you know it's crazy that kickers are getting paid more than they were, and now like running backs are somehow getting paid less. It's like I, 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 don't, I would I don't way know. Have, I would way rather have a good kicker. I'd way more have Justin Parker than Saquon Barkley. Yeah, yeah. I guess at the top end, a top end kicker is more valuable yeah. than a top end running back. Yeah. So, well, any other football news? Jersey, the jerseys, kind of going back to that, look really cool. Yeah. Starting, to, starting to get that. Uh, what we got like four weeks left, or even less than that, and to the uh, Hall of Fame. Jets are playing in the Hall of Fame game. Are they? Who, who are they playing? The Browns. Damn. I always think says no starters play in that game. It's like just only guys that are getting caught. Hard knocks beat you on hard knocks too. Yeah. Can't go in the locker room though. Or the the cut room. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, last time we were at hard knocks, we went to the AFC championship game. So great. Just throwing it out there. What year was that? 2012, 2013. 2013. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. History another sometimes, thing we, sometimes repeats itself, sometimes doesn't. So another thing to put on the are we putting that on the record? Or are is, we that on the, saying, is that on the record or no? Is that I mean, that's, just, that's just a fact. I mean so it right, is so on we the wanna, it is I'm not guaranteeing like no. on the record. Not guaranteeing anything. All okay. I'm saying is last time we were on hard knocks, that's what happened. What's more likely to happen? Twenty five and five or AFC championship game? Four seconds. A- AFC championship game. Okay, <laughs> I would probably have said that too. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I'm inclined to agree there. Yeah, um, it's okay. A, it's 22 and five because we just won three straight. So 25 okay. and five total, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But three is already guaranteed. Yep. Okay, great. All right, wrapping up miscellaneous. Uh, not much NBA golf. Dean, there was a golf tournament. I saw. I heard. Claire Joe. 
Cool. Hey, what do you guys, and I'm, Dean, I know you don't watch much golf, but obviously the British Open is always like super early in the morning. It starts like 4 a.m. and it's over by like 11 a.m. on a Sunday. Do you like that better where you wake up and you kind mm. of got the final round or do you like the way the U.S. Open was this year in L.A. where it went till 7 o'clock at night? I kind of like the early because I don't, if I'm watching golf till 7 on Sunday, I have major Sunday scaries. I'm like, I shouldn't be watching golf and thinking about work. That's fair. I liked the later. I thought it was kind of cool that it went to like for the East Coast and Central. Like the it, the US yeah. ended at like eight eight like o'clock. Tory it was like, it was like yeah. prime time, you know? It's kinda cool. Man, I can't wait for football. I like oh, the morning. Wow, I can't wait for football. Yeah. I can taste it. I keep seeing it like Taylor Swift or stadiums and she shouldn't be there, but that should be the gridiron. Get that stage out of there. One little thing, uh, the Jets and Giants have decided at MetLife that it won't be the NFL logo in the middle of the field this year. Oh. The Jets and Giants logo. Mm. That's cool. Not, not together. Like, whoever's got the home game will have their logo. Was it always the I guess it was. Huh? But the, yeah, they changed cool. the end zones, right? Changed the end zones, but not the, not the center. I feel like changing the end zones is 10 times harder than the logo, right? In the middle? I don't know. Never done it. Just probably a, a, just a little bit more paint. Like apparently, like it's, it's just turf, you, right? You, you, you could, yeah, you watch. I think you wash it off. It no, I don't think they do that. I think they wash it off. I was reading something mm. on it. So Never it's done as, it. Yeah, maybe they. Yeah, I don't know how they do it. So okay, that's cool. Things, I like that news. Things to look into. Things to think about. <laughs> so, um. Okay, anything else sports-wise? I'm, I'm trying to think. Do we miss anything? I don't think so. NBA. Yeah. It's such I a needed, dead I time of the year for the NBA. I needed a break. I'm so glad we're, we're kind of taking a deep breath from the NBA. Yep. Baseball and now football. Football coming back. Man, Labor Day can't come soon enough. Did we talk about the Wimbledon? I don't remember the last time we recorded. No, I don't think we talked about no, I was just saying, it's like, that, that's why I like the morning sports. I liked being able to, like, wake up, watch the Wimbledon final on that, like, Sunday morning. Yep. Like, yep. That, that was Same good day. shit. Like, it's a good, like, precursor into, like, college football season where you're waking up and I like, get 9 a.m. college game days on. Oh, yeah. On, on a Saturday. Like, I like that. And then NFL season with early morning uh, NFL today and shit. It's like, that's what I'm missing I'm- lately. Yeah, I think as we get closer to college football season, we can maybe uh, get some guests on that you know are, are well versed, and you know we can go m- maybe a Big Ten person than a SEC person, separate episodes, kind of give us the state of the union for both conferences. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, they don't need it. Well versed or not well versed, we'll take anybody. Yeah, versed, versed, just be, just come correct. I would love to have an SEC person on. Let's get him on. I want an unbiased though. I, I know there, I know who you're thinking of, Pete. I don't think this person's unbiased. <laughs> I don't need some delusional Tennessee fan coming on the air. And... Oh, I, my buddy Coleman, he's a South Carolina fan. But all right, that's better. Yeah, I'm uh, I love some Spencer Rattler takes. Yeah, they knocked Tennessee out of the playoffs. Don't forget that. Beat the shit out of them. They don't forget it around here. Really? They still talk about the game? Oh, yeah. 
So Rattler had like seven touchdowns. That was a wild game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and all real fast, all the networks are all different, right? Like, isn't the Big Ten on CBS now? And there's I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So I think like ACC is have has like a deal with like the CW or something, but I'm not sure about like what other. There's like I NBC like, games, college like Purdue's on NBC. That was the first time we said know. Purdue this podcast. Oh, I'm not a, yeah, not excited we, to have to talk about Purdue again. Yeah, Purdue's going to be Purdue's almost be made through the pod. next year. Next year they're going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, because they don't have to worry about Northwestern now, right? I was talking. I was talking to someone who was like, "I can't believe Pete's on a podcast and didn't know Pat Fitzgerald was." They they said that to me last week. Hey, oh, I don't live in the Midwest. What do you expect? I don't care about. Oh, you don't. You don't live in Florida. You probably know who Northwestern. I don't know who Florida coach. I'll give. I'll give Pete some credit. I was talking to some Northwestern alumni who. uh who are inclined to agree with Pete that you know Pat Fitzgerald leaving might be uh might be a good thing for the university to turn around because I don't there are a lot of people I guess weren't sold that he was going to be the guy to to bring hey, them back a, out of the cellar. Who who do they think who do, well, who do they so who do uh, they think hey, is better than hey, Pat Fitzgerald? <laughs> hey, that that that's where that's where the discussion ended. There was no discussion about who's coming in. I think uh, that may be the problem with Northwestern right there. They, they might be just as delusional as unrealistic expectations. Baseball fans are. Yeah. So. Um, okay. Picks. I don't think we need to do picks today. I think unless you guys feel strongly about it. Pete, do you want to give us some standings? Do you have standings by chance? Uh, we got. I'm at 49, 43, and one. Our last picks were the uh, the All Star game picks, by the way. Where you and Dean both went 0 for three, I went one one and two, but I'm 49, 43 and one. Rick is 51, 53 and one, and Dean is 46, 67 and two. Jeez, God damn, that's bad. I'm throwing two quick picks out there. You guys don't have to, but Yankees money line versus the Mets. We're two game. We have two games set Tuesday and Wednesday. Yanks are winning both. You think so? Yep. Maybe. Is it is it in the Bronx? It is in the Bronx. I'm trying to see the pitching matchup. I think it's like uh, Rodon Rodon versus Quintana on on Wednesday, and Tuesday is Verlander versus Domingo. Some hot nice. matchups. Maybe uh, maybe they'll deal Rodon if he doesn't get things yeah. shaped up. Just yeah. get him get him back out of town. Dude. I don't think anyone wants them right now. I mean, the Yankees are going to go twenty-two yeah, and five over the next twenty-seven. That may be may have to start betting on them. Yep. for a few weeks. Yeah, I would love to go twenty-two and five, and we got the Orioles. Uh, Orioles starting on Thursday or Friday, rather. So. Well, that's three of those five right there. So, Damn, yeah, twenty-two and two. Sweet. That'd be huge for the Yanks. They can they can beat up on the O's. Is that in New York or is that at Baltimore? That is in Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore's been kind to the Yankees over the years. And then we got the Rays right after in New York. It's going to be a – by the time we record next time, if it's next Wednesday, we would have six games versus the O's and Rays. But it's a big week for the Yankees. 
big week. Yeah, we'll be thinking of you. Thank you. I was about to say something. I forgot what I was about to say. Must have not been that good. Oh, then we got the Astros coming to town right after the Rays. Wow. Oh, shit. The Astros? O's, Rays, and Astros back-to-back-to-back series. Okay. Nine straight days. Gut check time. 22 and 5. Here we go. Buckle up, boys. Who's your college football team this year? Mm, I've always rooted for Michigan. You know that. Mm. But... I've never, I've never said to, I've never said I've had a college football allegiance to any team. So, I've always rooted for them. I'll root for them again for the Big Ten for the, for the SEC. I'll, I'll root for Tennessee because that's that's where I reside. Two great fan bases. Who are you going to root for, Rick? I know you'll you'll have ten different jersey changes throughout the year. I can't wait to, I can't wait to go over the Purdue schedule. Tough schedule. Play Michigan and Ohio State, Virginia Tech, Fresno State, Syracuse. I mean, those are that's our non-conference. Oh and six, oh and seven. Keep going. I mean, we always play play Wisconsin, Northwestern. Oh and eight, oh and nine. Michigan State. Oh and ten. Or I don't think we play Michigan State this year. Oh and nine. Yeah, I don't know. Think about. Things think about. I can't wait to make a Purdue bet with you. If we win more yeah. than seven games, you get a Purdue plus Purdue plus team. I'll, I'll, bet, I'll bet Purdue plus 28 and a half with you versus Michigan. Great. I'll take it. I'll take it right now. That's at all the right. big house, too. All Let's right. Wrap all right, it all right. Up. Let's wrap it up. Um, <laughs> that, is, that is a good episode. I haven't said that in a while. I truly mean that. I think the boys were sharp today. They came prepared. And uh, it's always good talking some uh, summer baseball. The whole football preview. So, that being said, we are the Big Rigs. You all are Big Rig Nation. We might be gone. Might be an extended period of time. We'll squeeze one in next week. But we love you all. We'll see you very soon. Peace.